Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Nikaq de Masnu, Dukhe Dil ka Marham. Nikaq de Masnu, Dukhe Dil ka Marham. Ye Farma Gaye. Hai Rasool-e-Mukarram ye farma gaye Hai Rasool-e-Mukarram Ye shadi hai beshak Muhabbat ka zina Ye shadi hai beshak Muhabbat ka zina Baharon ki aamad Sabaka tarannum Baharon ki aamad Sabaka tarannum نکاق دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم السلام علیکم ورحمت اللہ وبرکاتہ Respected listeners of Sirius FM Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jamaah We welcome you to this bliss of marriage The date today is the 12th of Rajab 1445 The 12th of Rajab 1445 corresponding to their Gregorian calendar, and that is the 24th of January 2024. Alhamdulillah, you can send in your questions, and that is to the number 084-786-3132. Again, the number 084-786-3132. If you're in a foreign country, the number is plus 27-84-786-3132. 27 is the code you'll dial 84786-3132. Yesterday there were certain questions that were left over, so we will first address those questions and then we will move on to today's questions. Of course, also, when, just to keep in mind that when you are sending questions, try to send it in the beginning of the program because otherwise it builds up. And towards the end then, there is no time. So send it uh, quickly and we can respond to it. Let's welcome Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Sab, Damad Barakatuh. Mufti Sab, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum wa zaid khan jazakallahu khairan. Mufti Sahib, a question here. Is it permitted for a wife to give things to a family from the allowance her husband gives her for them for herself? Her family is not poor. She gives without his knowledge. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasoolihil kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Once the husband gives his wife money, for example, thousand rand, five hundred rand, whatever, hundred rand, so then she becomes the owner of that. And when you gave money to somebody, you can't make conditions. You must use it for this. You must use it for that. She's the owner. So if she wants to give her father, mother, brother, sister, so it's fine. It's permissible. 
Obviously, that is better for her to discuss it with the husband so in future there are no rows and ructions and so forth. Therefore, all might Allah Jalla Wala informs us in the Noble Quran in Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verses 21, 22 and all that. Allah Ta'ala says, 20, 21, 22, If you gave your wife millions, Qintara al-amwalul kathira. So the translation will be millions. And then Allah forbid the marriage turn sour. Now you want to give a divorce or separate and so forth. Fala ta'akhudu min hushayah. You're not allowed to take back one cent also. So therefore, if you gave your wife, you can tell her, Allah sabir al-mashura, that this is for you, use it for yourself, use it for your children, all that. One is, you just advise her. That is fine. <coughs> but you cannot make it conditional. You can't use it for your father, mother, siblings, and so forth. So that would not be permissible, remember that. But she also should use common sense. If she wants to give her father, mother, somebody, brother, sister, then it's better that she informs her husband, but don't be petty about it now. If she gave 50 then 100 then, and you blow a whole gasket and so forth. So it is give and take, remember that. Husband-wife relationship is Never forget the fadl. The favors Allah did upon you, both of you, and the favors you did for one another. So for a healthy marriage, both parties have to go the extra mile. Just now I told a person, fulfill your duty with beauty. So that is what Islam teaches us. Ihsan, you must remember that. Don't just do half a job. No, no, no. You know, in our colloquial we say, he did a latas job. He mm. did half-hearted and just... You get the painter, you get the carpenter, plumber, hey, just make a latas job, half-hearted, make a mess and go. No, Islam does not allow that. Everything we do, we must fulfill our duty with beauty. So, antuhsina amalahu, that you do your, do your duty, your actions with sincerity, with beauty. That is what Islam wants from us. Muftisab, a person says, I own a whole a venue that I hire out. I don't do catering of dishes. I only do and rent out the venue. Am I responsible for what the clients serve at the functions? Non-Muslims serve alcohol and non-halal food. What, what happens to my income? So remember, you must have a condition. You must say that this place here, you must have big, big conspicuous boards there, no wine and no swine and all that allowed here. So you must remember that before you conclude the transaction and the deal with Tom, Dick and Harry or Tom, Dick and Mary, you must make it clear that on this premises, no alcohol allowed and no pork and no wine and no swine and all that allowed. If you just give them free permission, all that, every vice will continue there. So they'll bring wine, they'll bring swine, they will do all funny, funny things there and so forth. So you, you, then your income definitely will be tainted and polluted and so forth. These are things that are haram even in their religion. So most of them, so therefore, that on these two points you should be quite strict, remember, regarding the wine and the swine, the pork, and you must remember the alcohol. So otherwise your income definitely is tainted and polluted. 
Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Sahib. The person says, I'm approximately 80 days pregnant. Alhamdulillah, when should we inform the family? And I'm suffering with severe vomiting and nausea. I wish for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant me pious children. Remember the previous question, brother. Always remember regarding the hall and issues like that. Always remember the golden maxim, and that is enshrined in the Quran, chapter five, Surah Maida, verse number two. Wata'a And remember that you must cooperate and assist with one another in piety and righteousness. And you must not cooperate with one another in sin and transgression. So therefore you will be cooperating in sin and transgression. You, my sister, you must inform them immediately. Now you're three months pregnant almost. So you must tell your in-laws and everybody so they'll make dua and so forth. All this of keeping it hidden and so forth. Your size will tell them also. And you must remember is more an Indian culture and tradition. Our jat, our rasam, our rewaj. Remember, it's not something Islam says and all that. You know, many a time our cultural issues and Sharia issues, then we give preference to our culture, our tradition, and our customs and so forth over Islam. So this is one of the issues also. Immediately, today is Wednesday, so tell them, mashallah, our mother Siddiqa to Bintu Siddiq, radiallahu anhuma, Sayyidah Aisha, radiallahu anha, Siddiqi Beti, Siddiqi Ladli, Siddiqi Sahib Zadi. So how beloved she was to Siddiq Akbar, Sayyidah Bakr, Siddiq, how beloved she was to Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ya Binta Siddiq Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam addressed her like that Radiallahu Anhuma so you must remember that she said anything in life you start on a Wednesday Allah will grant barakah blessing lot of virtue inshallah go open Al-Maqasid Al-Hasana by Allama Sakhawi Rahimahullah and he said Sahih also is authentic also so therefore my advice to you sister that inform the family today and today Wednesday after Zohar was accepted also so that's one issue now you want pious and you want normal children so which better dua than the dua of Anbiya Musalam? prophets and Anbiya used to make these duas and both of them were so old you must remember that write down sister you know Surah Yasin is chapter 36 and comprising uh, 83 verses and that is Surah Yasin the next Surah chapter 37 Surah Suafat verse 100 Rabbi Habali Mina Salihin one translation O Allah grant me pious children offspring second translation O Allah grant me normal children not that the baby is born in the hands or the leg or the toes are missing and ch- you know a lot of challenges then so always beg Almighty Allah, you and your husband, Rabbi Habali Mina Swalihid, you read abundantly. Allah ke yaha ginti nahi, Allah ke yaha wasn't here. Allah does not count the actions, Allah weighs the actions. So sincerity is the key word and the criteria. So that's one, so you must remember that. Then number two is this, the dua of Nabi Zakaria alayhi salam. Go open Surah Maryam and just see how he petitions, how he begs and he appeals to Almighty Allah. 
وانا الاذم مني واشتعل الراس شيبا يا الله my bones are gone brittle and weak ya allah my hair is gone grayish and whitish o oh, almighty allah so that is what we should remember that almighty allah give us to feel to understand the beauty the glory the style the diction of the noble quran so the dua you and your husband must read. Today people have so many children, but many of them are monsters. So why? Because you, the parents, were not reading the duas also. So read chapter 3, verse 38. Rabbi habali milladun kathurriyatan tayyibah. Oh, my beloved Allah, grant me from your side zurriyatan tayyibah, such offspring children, progeny, that are pure, that are chaste today. They just look at the amount of zina, fornication, adultery, gay business, lesbian, and what and what. I'm not speaking of non-Muslims. I'm speaking of Muslims, remember, that humanizing and affairs and what and what. Rabbi habali min ladunka zurriyatan tayyibah innaka sami'ud du'a. Oh, Almighty Allah, you the one who responds and answers our application and our appeal to you, our supplication to you, O Almighty Allah. So that is how you must read you and your husband, inshallah. Read abundant istighfar. Astaghfirullah, 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 Rabbi min kulli dhambin wa tubu In chapter 71, verses 10, 11, 12, Allah Ta'ala speaks of this. Estaghfiru rabbakum innahu kana ghaffara. Allah Jalla Wala is very, very forgiving. When you read istighfar, you beg Allah for forgiveness. Yursili sama'a alaykum midrara. Allah will send for you beneficial rain. وَيُمْدِدُكُمْ بِأَمْوَالِ وَبَنِينَ Allah will increase the wealth for you. Allah will bless you with good, pious children, good children. These are the worldly benefits. In the year after, وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ Almighty Allah will bless you with the rivulets and the streams of Jannah and the gardens of Jannah. So it's a win-win situation. And remember the third issue that you ask is that you are vomiting and nauseous. So that is normal. So remember that other things still going to happen. And then what happens with this? That when a lady falls pregnant, So you're going to get weaker and weaker. Your feet will get more and more swollen and so forth. So that is why your rank and status is so great, three times more than the father, than your husband. Why? Because you carry the baby for eight, nine months. Then you go through makhat. Do you know what is makhat? The labor pain. And it is matter of life and death. And then you breastfeed the baby. So there's no male does. Which male carries the baby? Who gives birth among the men? Nobody. And who's going to breastfeed? The lady. So therefore your rank and status. Ummak, 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 summa abak. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, your mother, your mother, your mother, and summa abak, and then your father. So therefore we ourselves, our affinity is much more for our mother compared to the father. We love both. 
But if you have to ask a, a normal person today, you get crazy people. He will tell you, my mother first, then my father. So because you can never forget the sacrifices you make. Ramadan Mubarak is near 47, 48 days from now. Allah Mubarak dana fi Rajab wa Shaban wa balligna Ramadan. Allah Masallimna li Ramadan. Ya Allah, you save us and protect us for Ramadan. No illness, no sickness, no accidents and mishap. Wasallim Ramadan alana. Ya Allah, you protect Ramadan for us. No controversy regarding the moon and the moon samis and so forth. Wasallim hulana mutakabbala. Ya Allah, that you accept our good deeds, our righteous actions. The first hadith that is of Rajab and Shaban in Mishkar Sharif. This one here you will find. Remember in Kanzul Ummar, you will find in Hayatu Sahaba. There's various compilations. And remember why I'm mentioning that for you ladies. So remember now you are pregnant. So you must see if you can manage fasting, then you must fast. If you can't manage, then don't fast. But you must eat in private, not in front of everybody during Ramadan. And then when you finish everything, you gave birth, your nifas is finished, all that, your postnatal, and you have enough strength and so forth, then you must start keeping qaza. Payment will not suffice. Remember, payment fidya is only for two categories of people. One is marizu da'im, people who are perpetually ill. Today you ill, tomorrow, next month, all year you ill. There's no days you recover. And the people who are a sheikhul fani, very old they are, they don't have the energy, stamina, strength to fast. So only these two people, chapter 2, verse 184. And remember that vomiting, so remember, does not break the fast. Yes, when you go, you self-induce it. You put your finger in your mouth, you put a teaspoon in your mouth, manistaqa'a fa'alayhi al-qadha. When you go deliberately, intentionally, you vomit, then your fast is broken and qadha is compulsory. That is the verdict of majority scholars, the Shafi'is, the Malikis, the Hanbalis, that whenever you vomit deliberately, then your fast is broken, finish. Hanafis add another condition, you vomit deliberately, it's self-induced, and it is mil ulfam, it is mouthful. So Hanafis only have the condition of mouthful, so deliberate and mouthful, that will nullify the fast according to Hanafis. Majority scholars, remember they say, finish the hadith, said manistaqa'a fa'alayhi al-qadha. So once you vomit deliberately, intentionally your fast is broken. So we need to understand then all these things, your ibadat, everything must be done. Not we just go through the motions and all that. We must know what we are doing. Qul hadhi sabili ad'u ilallah ala basiratin ana wa manittaba'ani. Say, Ya Rasulallah Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this is my path, this is my way. I invite towards all Allah jalla wala ala basiratin. With firm conviction, you must have the knowledge and everything, and you must have the yakin and conviction. Then who? Ana, I, I, Mustafa, Habibuna, Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
وَمَنِتَّبَعَنِي and those who follow me immaculately who are the people following the Master والسلام, immaculately first and foremost the beloved Sahaba the students and companions of the Master therefore their rank is so high chapter 12 surah 12 surah Yusuf verse 108 so these are important issues every day give out charity sister 50 cent one rand Allah Jalla Wala will bless you bless your husband and bless your family inform them today and bless your baby to come inshallah Aziz our duas are with you and your family Muftisab a brother from the northwest says my wife works for a company that wanted to wanted her to go after Maghrib Salah to see a truck that was being loaded she was out at that time and she was with men after advising her that she is wrong and she's out at that time and this is this can't be right and she says then this is my job please advise how to deal with a stubborn wife we answered this question already in the morning program with Ma Salim Karim. Allah Taala reward our Ma Salim Karim. Mashallah, he his family making great great sacrifice. Jazakumullahu khaira. So we answered it, but no problem. That time in the morning we are there with Radio Ansar International and Marcus Sahaba. Now is Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Alu Sunnah al Jamaa and Sirius FM. Jazakumullahu khairan to the trust these also and directors of Sirius FM, our brother Faisal Asmal and Yusuf Asmal. So I answered this morning, brother, you are saying your wife is stubborn and all that. But who is to blame? When you got married, then after one month, six months, one year, you told her go work. She told you go work. She's going to work. What did you do? Because the money was coming in mm. and money is sweeter than honey. Take, make this a case study and analyze it. So yesterday, all this happened, for example. Did she read Maghrib Salat? No, she was busy with the trucks. Did she read Asar Salat? Most probably no. So how many Salat are you already compromising on? You know what Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah said? Hadith is Sahih. Open Tirmidhi Sharif. Man fatathu salatul asri. Faka'annama wutira ahaluhu wa ma'aluhu. If a person misses one asr salat, just one, and Quran speaks of this, hafidhu ala salawati wa salatil husta. You must guard all five salats, and especially al husta, the middle salat. And middle salat, majority scholars say, it refers to asr salat, because people are busy in their shop, in their business, in their farm. People are caught up in traffic. People are sleeping that time, and so forth, and so on. So people are very, very busy that time there. So all Almighty Allah teaches us Surah 2, Surah Baqarah and verse number 238. 238, all Almighty Allah teaches us. So the importance of Asar Salat. So if a person misses one Asar Salat, you went somewhere, you came back. The crooks came, Allah forbid, they killed everybody in your family, your wife, your children, your parents, everybody, Allah forbid, and they burned your house and your shop and everything. How will you feel? You will be devastated, finished, you must remember. 
So we must understand the ramifications, consequences. We take things very light. Then her dress code. She can't just go with any kind. She has to dress up, dress to impress. You must remember that and all that. Now you allowing all these things here. So you are more guilty than she is. She is stubborn according to you, but you are also guilty of this. According to Quran and Hadith, you are guilty and you have become the youth. The Hadith of the youth is mentioned in Sunan Nasai. We see our wife doing wrong. We see our spouses doing wrong. And we just keep quiet. We're even happy about it. A cuckold. Nabi alayhi salatu salam said, La yadkhulul jannah. You don't enter jannah then. We have lost our self-respect, our self-esteem, and so forth, remember. Today you see the husbands, they're happy. Their wife is flirting with somebody else. The wife is happy. I don't say all now, but some cases. So the husband is flirting and tuning up some other lady and so forth and so on. One old Kala, 70 years old, she used to tell me, okay, my husband, you know her husband, she means, that when he stops by the toll road, you know you have to pay, that you know you have to give money manually like to the people. So normally it's a lady, so he say he won't just give the money, he'll give the money and he will hold the hand of that lady and like press it, you see. All this he does in front of her and he jays all that. I say, you know what is the answer. Absolutely haram. And I said, I told her he's old, but he's not cold. You understand? <laughs> so these type of things. He's tired, but he's not retired still, you see. So this all shaitaniyat. You must remember these kind of things, yeah? So we need. So you must tell your wife that she, you are the breadwinner. And that's what Islam wants. And she must stay at home. She wants income, all that. You can do so many things from home. You can do, you must sell samosa, sell bhajas, you can do sewing, you can do computer. So many things you can do in the COVID time, what you were doing, I'm asking you. They were running their whole operation, remember, from the houses. So it shows for that scamdemic, I was looking for the word, not pandemic, scamdemic, and you must remember, pandemic. So that time we could adjust our life for the sake of Sharia, why we can't adjust our life? It shows. The lady say, I can't wear niqab, I can't wear. But that time when they told you to wear mask and you look like Mickey Mouse and all that, so that time you could wear. So it shows, if you can wear mask, why you can't wear niqab, you see? When I used to travel in the plane, there's a great lot of noise with me. So I used to wear that Palestinian scarf or something, you understand, and I come. They ask me, where's your mask? I say, this is our Islamic mask. So that's give me a funny look, you understand? One day one passenger even objected. I thought, go to hell, man. You don't come and tell me what to do. You understand? So these whiteies, you know, everywhere they think they can come and bully us and all these type of things there. So we must stand our ground. You must remember that. And nine America and India and that, all cooked up all these things here. And they will tell you again, Gaddafi said this 50 years ago. He said, even Saddam Hussein said this. Therefore, they put them away. You must remember that. They were selling the oil in different currencies. So you must remember, they said, these whiteies, westerners will tell you there's a vaccine and you must take it and all. So they will damage you, damage your brains, and then you will be a zombie and you'll become their slaves. So that is what they want. They want world domination. See, Gaza, Palestine, same thing you must remember. Inshallah, we'll go for the break and meet our listeners thereafter. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. 
Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Alhamdulillah, our brother Suleiman is back and he's reminded us of Mufti Sahib's triple S rule. That's simple, short and sweet. So your answers should be kept as this. You can send it through to the number 084-786-3132. A person asks here, Mufti Sahib, can I use money from my father-in-law without his knowledge to pay my husband's unpaid account when he returns? I will return it without his knowledge. I'm very embarrassed to ask him directly. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So let me get the question straight. You, as the daughter-in-law, want to use your father-in-law's money to pay your husband's debts because your father-in-law is gone overseas or Umrah or wherever. And then before he comes back, you say you will pay it. Is it permissible? No, it's not permissible. What happens if you die before he comes back? Then what happens? So remember, it's not your money or your husband's money. It is his money, your father-in-law's money. So therefore, you must remember, you must explain to your husband when he is in a good mood and sober, and not in sober, don't mean he's drunk and dead or not drunk, meaning he's cool and calm and in a good mood. So then, and not in front of the children, then you must have a heart-to-heart discussion that why do we have to go and live in debts to impress people? For what need was there for us to buy a new car, to buy new furniture, to buy new clothes, all that just for a stupid wedding and so forth and what have you? So it shows that we make our list so big and so long unnecessary. Listen to these two, three hadith, hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika minal ma'athami wal maghram. O Almighty Allah, I seek your protection from all places of vices. Just look at where Muslims are going today. This restaurant, that restaurant, that party, that jol, and what and what, and how many haram things go on there. And all types of deaths and so forth. Second one, hadith in Mishkar Sharif, all authentic. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Yu'faru li shaheedi kullu zambin illa dayn. That for the shaheed, he made the supreme sacrifice, he gave his life. All the sins are forgiven, but debts are not forgiven. The capitalistic society, the secular society, they are the ones who glorify debts. In Islam, we seek protection from deaths. Hadith in Bulughul Maram, beautiful hadith. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min ghalabati dayn wa qahri rijal. Ya Allah, I seek your protection from the deaths overpowering me wa qahri rijal. And then the creditors pressurizing me. Is it not happening today? Then you want to take from here and there and then we lie and lie all this. So stay away from debts as far as possible and so forth. But what you're suggesting not permissible. Honesty is the best policy. You must tell your father-in-law that you want that money and you will pay it back and you will pay his son and your husband's debts, inshallah. If you're sincere, so khulus meher khulus. So if you are sincere, Allah will make the arrangements for the money also. Mufti Sahib, last week's incident, a, the crooks were, they had broken into the masjid. I just wanted to know if I have debts in Qadha Salah. If I went and attacked them, because I do have a weapon and I do have the courage too, would I have to be answerable still or what should I have done? So I'm not sure that where you're talking about or what happened and so forth. 
But let's break it up. There is a masjid, there is a musalla, and the crooks came and so forth. And you go to the masjid with your firearm and with your gun or whatever you. So now, because they came in and they wanted the money or the cell phones or whatever of the musallis, and you wanted to use your pistol, your firearm or whatever, to defend yourself and to defend the people, so 100%. Nabi alayhi salatu salam's hadith mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif if you get injured or you get killed and ma- then man qutila duna malihi fawa shaheed if you pass away protecting your wealth then you die a martyr man qutila duna ahlihi fawa shaheed whoever passes away protecting his family and so forth is shaheed sahaba asked ya rasulullah what happens if we kill him Nabi alayhi salam said huwa finnar he lands up straight to Jahannam. You see, yesterday, Alhamdulillah, we have many Jutla listeners, especially in the morning, the Haramis. You must remember that in Israel. So yesterday, our Hamas sent 24 of them straight to hell. We must be very, very happy about that. You must remember when the Jutlas die and they dispatch to hell, say, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. So, Alhamdulillah, they're learning a great lesson. You must, today, is day number 110 so you must remember just check it up properly 109 or 110 so you must remember it will be so that is they thought they will walk over in one week in two weeks so more than three months three and a half months and they're still catching a good hiding remember that how many days just waiting for it to load. So you must remember these type of things here. So that is what you must remember. And in our masajid also, we must have security. We must beef up the security. Put CC, uh, what CCM, what do you call CC? TV. Yeah, CCTV and all that. You must remember that uh, closed circuit TV, security, it's all permissible, all these kind of things there. So in that way there, obviously it will, it's not a foolproof and that, but it is a deterrent and so forth. So in that way, Allah Ta'ala protect all our masajid and all the musallis also. Day 110 of the day. Day 110 today, you see. So I was right with that. So you must remember. So we must make special dua. Allah decimate and destroy this Zionist entity and dismantle them completely. Muftisab, a person says, I'm feeling hopeless, Ustad, and I, as I'm in the same place for years, any words of motivation, please? So why are you feeling demotivated? Allah is motivating us every day. So why you don't read the Quran? I give you verses, write, write down, read it. Surah 39, verse 53. What Allah Ta'ala says, Qul, you ya Rasulullah, O Mustafa, Habibuna, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, tell the servants, my servants and slaves, Ya ibadi alladhina asrafu ala anfusihim Those who went beyond the limits and the boundaries La taqnatu min rahmatillah Never become disillusioned, never despair in the mercy of Almighty Allah Did you speak to Allah, brother? Did you speak to Allah Ta'ala, sister? So la taqnatu min rahmatillah How are you going to speak? I'll show you now لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله إن الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا Verily all Almighty Allah forgives all the sins So read this verse And Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib Fatiha Khaybar used to say هَذِي الْآيَا أَرْجَى إِنْدِي فِي كِتَابِ اللَّهِ This ayat motivated, inspired me the most Chapter 39, Surah Zumar and verse number 53 
And then the ayat I was telling you, did you speak to Allah? Learn to speak to Allah. And that is chapter 7, verse 151. Allah include us in your special, special mercy. You must say, brother, you, your wife, if you're married, and your children. وَأَدَخِلْنَا Hey, Ya Allah, include us, me, وَزَوْجَتِي and my wife, وَأَوْلَادِي and my children, في رحمتك in your special mercy, وَأَنْتَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّاحِمِينَ وَوْحَالِيَّ Whilst you, Allah, alone, you are the only one, most merciful one to show mercy. So Allah envelopes us in His special mercy. Chapter 7, verse 151. When you're feeling down, overpowered, overwhelmed, Nabi Nuh dua is there to motivate us. What is there? He cried to Allah that these people, they would cover their faces. They want to see me. They put their fingers, insert their fingers in their ears. They say they don't want to hear me, Ya Allah. So I cry to you. Chapter 54, verse number 10. So you read, Ya Allah, I'm overpowered, I'm overwhelmed. You help me, you defend me, you assist me, O beloved Allah. He cried to Allah, and then our Palestinians to Fani Aqsa, the deluge has started against the Jutlas and the Haramis. One settler, one bullet will settle the issue. So you must remember that he, Nabi Nuh alayhi salam, cried to Allah, and that was the starting. And then the floods and the deluge started. From top, the rains came. From the bottom, the fountains and everything opened up. From top and bottom, you must remember, the water came and they drowned, you must remember, the enemies. So these are Ambiya. These are the duas of Ambiya and prophets and messengers. One more, chapter 21, Surah 21, verse 87. When you down and out and you got lack self-confidence and all these things, yeah, then what Allah Ta'ala says, that read the dua of Nabi Yunus alayhi salam. La worry, sorry, anxiety is overtaking you. La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kundu minad Truly there is none worthy of worship but you. Everlasting glory, perfection is only for you, Ya Allah. Inni kuntu minadhalimeen. Be careful and circumspect here. When we translate it for me and you, ordinary mortals and people, Ya Allah, we are the wrongdoers. We are the transgressors. When you translate it for Nabi Yunus, Inni kuntu minadhalimeen. I am the one, Ya Allah. I made an incorrect decision. Meaning, I went away without your permission. So remember, error in judgment, mistake in judgment. So that is not a sin. Ambiya ma'asum, protected from vices and sin. Mistake they can make, they can forget and so forth. Sin is deliberately we go and violate the laws of Almighty Allah. Look at Surah 21, verse 87, and the Bisharat, and the Bushra, and the good news, and the glad tidings. And we delivered, we rescued him, we saved him from the worry, sorry, and for you. And we will rescue and save you also. 
Allah says in the Quran Sharif, Lakad Anzalna Ilaikum Kitaban Fihi Thikurukum. Allah has revealed this book to you and you are mentioned there. You are mentioned there, brother. You will see where you are mentioned. So all these verses, so it's to motivate us, inspire us, show us Allah is Rahim, Allah is Kareem, Allah is Ghafoor Rahim, Arhamur Rahimin. So read the Quran Sharif and you will find the glory, the beauty of the noble Quran. And uh, you remain negative, then things will go negative. Remain positive. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif and so forth. Husnu dhwanni billahi wajibun wa farzun. Hadith Qudsi. Qala al-Nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Qala Allahu jalla wala. Allah says, Ana akunu ala dhwanni abdi bi. As my servant thinks of me, that is what I will treat him and that is what will happen. So always remain positive. People can castigate us, criticize us, talk nonsense. You mustn't worry about them. You must be worried that I am positive in the mercy of all. Allah Jalla Wala, chapter 21 and verse number 10. Laqad anzalna ilaykum. We indeed reveal this Quran to Sharif for you. Fihi dhikrukum. Allah speaks of the Sabirin. Allah speaks of the Mujahideen. Allah Ta'ala speaks of the Zakirin and the people who do all these things here why don't you use your brains and intelligence and intellect chapter 21 verse number 10 the beginning of the 17 supara 17 Jews Muftisab the dua before engaging with one spouse I just want to know can we read it without being having clothes on yes you mustn't be the be hadith mentioned you must remember in Ibn Majah Nabi alayhi salatu salam, inna mabu istu muallima. I have been sent as a teacher. Hadith Mishkat Sharif. Inna mabu istu li utammi mamakarim al akhlaq. Hadith in Musnad Ahmad. I have been sent as a teacher and want to teach you the beautiful character. So, husband wife relationship, Nabi alayhi salam said, don't be like the donkeys, just run around kal and you know, naked and so forth. So, we must have some shame and so forth forth so we cover ourselves although the clothes are off but use a sheet or something you must remember that so that is the adab and the respect and haya and say and then both parties must read Bismillah. So both of you must say Bismillah. Not just go and finish up there then bang wham thank you ma'am and that no. So you must remember that Bismillah. Allahumma jannibna shaitan. Ya Allah put the shaitan far far away from us. From us from me and you the husband and wife. Wa jannibi shaitan marzakdana. And put Satan, shaitan, Lucifer far far away from our progeny, from our offspring, O Almighty Allah. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif. And we don't read it, then Quran Sharif states, وَشَارِكْهُمْ فِي الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَوْلَادِ Then shaitan becomes a partner in your wealth and in your children also. وَعِدُهُمْ And he will make all his false promises. وَمَا يَعِدُهُمُ الشَّيْطَانُ إِلَّا غُرُورًا And the promises of Satan, Lucifer, all deception. See, everything in Quran Sharif. So whenever husband, wife go to one another, you seduce one another. I told you this one more, Zaid. I don't know if you remember. So there's one more time he went there. You'll understand. 
there to the hospital and so forth. So they asked, you understand. He said, how's my brother there in the hospital? So the nurse supposed to say they sedated him. So the nurse said they seduced him. Don't worry. You understand? So you know, funny things happen. So I said, oh no, no, I make mistake. You not seduced him, they sedated him. So wife, you seduce your husband. Husband, you seduce wife. Very good. You must remember that. So you get everybody functioning in a halal way, not haram way. So that is Islam, mashallah. Mufti Sahib, is it wrong for Hanafi to marry a Shafi'i man? And then the children will be Maliki. I must remember that. And the next set will be humble. We all Muslims must remember that. Only crazy people will tell you you can't marry one another. You must remember this type of thing. Hanafi marries Shafi. Shafi marries Humbali. Humbali marries Maliki. All permissible. We all belong to the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Totally permissible. Remember this golden usul, Mawlana Zahid. It will remind you and it will help you in later life for what they differed on secondary subsidiary subsidiary issues they differed for the sake of truth they never differed in truth Al-Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah, was born in Gaza in the year 150. In 199, 195, he came to Baghdad. 199, he left Baghdad in Iraq. He went to Egypt. After four or five years, he passed away in 204, in the month of Rajab, end of Rajab, 30th Rajab. So you must remember this. Al-Imam Shafi'i is known as Sahibul Qawlain. So there he met other people and so forth who met Sahaba, Tabi'in. So then he retracted, retracted, retracted. They say if you study Fikhu Shafi'iya, only 17 fatawa are on his Qawla Qadim, on his old verdict. The whole Fikh was on Qawla Jadid, if you look at it now. So see. These are the alamat, the signs of people who want to preserve the Sharia in its pristine purity. Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah, in our copies you won't find it normally of Tirmidhi, but if you buy the Arab copy which I have, so so three days before you must remember he passed away. So Masa Al Hufain. So Imam Abu Hanifa used to say they must be initially, they must be leather on the whole top and bottom or the bottom. So then Sahibain, his students differed with him on that issue. And then three days before he passed away, Waraja ila Quli Sahibain. He said what my students are saying is right. That it must be very thick and so forth and no water must penetrate it and so forth. And it's waterproof. Although there's no leather, it's fine. Sakhinain what we call and so forth. And if you read Fatawa Imadiya, the question about is a that that regarding the meat of the horse and so forth. So in Fatawa Imadiya also similar incident is mentioned. Normally when the ulama they explain you must remember about that, they will tell you that horse meat is permissible according to all schools. Only Imam Hanifa says makru and thus and all that. But today is no makru, it's permissible. So you must remember that I gave you the reference is written there that he made ruju and he retracted that fatwa. So these are the hallmark of the ulama Haqqani, ulama Rabbani. 
always they are looking, searching for the truth. It's a very big thing. Your research is something else. Your students' research is something else. And you still love one another and you respect one another. And notwithstanding the fact that you are a teacher and you say, no, what my student said is right and I retract my original fatwa and I will say what my student says. It's a very big thing. Mm-hmm. So you must remember, but we don't understand tafakku. we like sheep today, you know, follow the pipe paper, you know, understand? We must go into tafakkuh fi deen. That is what Quran is saying. Falola nafara min kulli firqati minhum ta'ifatul liyatafakkuhu fi deen. This is the fakku. You must go deeper and not to look for loopholes, not to look for, you must remember, skaldakhari and shortcuts, no. Well, Sharia banking and Sharia, no, all that we don't agree with. All this halal logo, haram business, you understand? We don't agree with that. But when you speak academic discussion based on dalail and so forth, they are greater than us, 100%. Mal ihtiram ala wal ain. But on this issue, we don't agree with him. So we will say how I say it is this, that what they saying is taqwa and piety and ihtiyat and precaution. What we saying is fatwa infamous. If somebody asks me now, that is blood, donating blood is permissible, I'll say yes. You say some ulama say not permissible, that's his right. That they will say it is that, is taqwa, is precaution and that. But from fatwa, we say it's permissible. Today it happened. But Maha Salim Karim, somebody asked the question, is Jummah Mubarak permissible? They say some ulama say some permissible, other ulama say bida. So I'll just make this the last question and then we finish so we can be on time, inshallah, with the news and everything. So I said both ulama are right. I said that those who say you can send out Jummah Mubarak, then I gave the episode and the narrative and the story. I said when I was in Newcastle, January 81 to 2001, 20 years, mashallah, there was a student and his name, Sheikh. He didn't want to study in the Arab countries. So Sheikh Yusri Al-Ajam. So mashallah, he does graphics and that. I didn't even ask him on his own. He said, let me do for you every Thursday, Jummah Mubarak. He sends it to us. I send it out. So if you send messages or you receive messages and so forth and you just say it is acceptable, not sunnah or compulsory, then it's permissible. How you say Eid Mubarak? Since when Eid Mubarak is sunnah? Since when Eid Mubarak is compulsory? So you say Jummah Mubarak, then it's permissible. But if people start making iltizamu ma'alam yalzam, then they make it compulsory. If they don't do it, they think it's a sin. Or... <coughs> They consider it sunnah. Now you're elevating the rank of it. So you must remember, then it becomes a bid'ah and innovation. So see, both parties are right, but you need the fakku. You need the deep, profound understanding. People ask of Jummah Mubarak, I say, Eid Mubarak, what, what is the verdict there? You see, permissible. But the sunnah is not Eid Mubarak. The sunnah is hadith also. Bayhaqi's hadith. And in Fatul Bari is mentioned. So, taqabbal Allahu minna wa minkum. That is the sunnah dua to read. But nobody will tell you Eid Mubarak is haram or bid'ah and all. So it's permissible, but don't consider it a sunnah or compulsory. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are.